it's the blackout what's up everybody on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast why would a teacher have a dress code them cheeks so big you think the kids looking and not paying attention we're gonna ask that question also we're gonna ask you what if you bumped into your doppelganger while you're on vacation I want Jay to answer this as soon as we hop in, and I want y'all to answer this. All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. All the sounds. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back, and welcome back again to episode 228 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast being recorded on 828. I love it. Got all the 22. I'm Jared. Oh, what's up, people? I'm a very hurt Jay. How's oh, that oh, man. We back in at it again. Jay, mm-hmm. I know you're aching and hurting right there, but yeah, that's the question I want to know. You know, if you were on vacation wherever in the world and you ran into your doppelganger because everybody says this world is, is a simulation and also says that we all have a twin, which somewhere I believe there is true that the truth to the twin thing. What would you do if you ran into your doppelganger? What would you do, man? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, probably ask him why he has my face. Um, I have no clue. I have absolutely mm-hmm. no clue what I would do. I would probably talk to him and see where he's from, what his people, are, where his people are from, uh, all that. Mm-hmm. Just trying to figure out why, how, all this stuff. What universe is he from? What yep. dimension did he travel from? <laughs> Came know. from World 552. Yes. That, yeah. that type of thing. What does he do for a living? You know, mm-hmm. do we have common interests? Do you have brothers and sisters? What do your parents look like? Maybe the parents look just like my parents. Ooh, that would be wild, huh? Yeah. That would be I crazy. I think that would be wild. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. What would you do? Man, wow! I would, I would probably say the same thing. Actually, I found somebody who I, who I believe, who looks like me almost exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, but I think he's, I think he's more of Latin descent. I believe I'll have to look him up because I saw him, I saw him on Instagram one time and I followed him because I was like, no, this is wild. And um, I don't, I don't know if I've ever commented on his videos. <laughs> it was yeah. sort of creepy. Cause I just look. I kept looking, and I was like, "Man, why does this dude look like me?" Mm-hmm. I'll have to find him and send him to you. Uh, send it to you to let you know what it is. But um, yeah, man, if I ran into that, you know, anybody like that in person, yeah, I would ask some of the same stuff. I'd be like, "Hold on a second, bro. Like, we look, we look. You look like I look like you. Whatever." Um, I'd ask all you know the origin story questions for sure. Um, you know, I, I'd be interested to find out, and then you know, I'd be you know. I would honestly say, you know, do you live here? Are you on vacation too? You know, if you're on vacation too, how long are you here? Let's become best friends. Now, I don't know. If they were cool, you know, I'd I'd be, you know, I'd probably try to, you know, I'd probably exchange some information, you know, if they were cool. If they were sort of weird, you know, or, or just sketchy, then I'd be like, wow, let's take a selfie so I can, you know, document uh, this moment in time document this moment in time and then i'm gonna holler at you maybe i'll cross your yeah, path again. yeah 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 but yeah man it'll be really weird i think it would be super weird um especially if we were like similar height and build 
uh, you know, um, and had the same interests. But I would think it would it would almost seem that like your doppelganger would most likely have complete opposite interests from you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It'd be like like you know everything seems the same. You know, almost like you know with the with the chromosomes of looking the same. But then up here, you know, it's different. It should be like, um, kind of like a prince and a pauper situation. Maybe so, yeah. Maybe so. It would be it would be wild though if your parents, you know, looked similar to each other. That would be really wild. Yeah, yeah. It was like one time I was in the store and uh, this little kid was like, "Daddy," and I'm like, "What? No." <laughs> <laughs> so it got me wondering. I was like, you. "What does your daddy look like?" I know it ain't me. Oh man! So mm-hmm. I don't know. Dang. It's one of those things. Like he's black. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that narrows it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, I've I've never gotten that. I have I have been in the store before walking, and then um, I have been in the store walking, and then like a kid starts walking with me and my family or whatever like like it like grabs our buggy like you know like just to hold on like he thinks that you know he was we're his family and i was like i was like hey little buddy what are you doing and then like he's like <laughs> he looked up and i and then like i guess the mom was like you know right there we're passing by or whatever mm-hmm. uh so the mom was like hey come here you know and apologize but i was like you know it's i mean it it happens you know but you that's right. why you just gotta keep your eyes on your own little kids too just so it don't be like taking off with the wrong, wrong person. Yep. But no, nah, man, that would be wild uh, if you ran into your doppelganger. What if, ooh, this is wild. What if you ran into your spouse's doppelganger? You start holding hands with her or something. It's like, oh, I mean, like if you like, like, you know, like if maybe y'all are in the same store, you know, and you just sort of get separated because you go look at something and then she go look at something and then. But or may, I guess that wouldn't make sense because you would know what they what they're wearing, or maybe it was a clothing store. Yeah, and you know that she's going to change to to try on clothes. I don't know, and you just run into this lady, who look exactly the same I, as your wife. I ran and I ran into the a doppelganger of my wife's younger self. Really? Did that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like a little. Uh, I guess she might have been a, a little girl, and I was like. A minute, that looked just like my wife, you know. Oh, a little girl, yeah, it's just okay. a little girl that looked exactly like my wife's pictures as when she was a little girl, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of looks like her now. So I was like, dang, that's that's trippy. She even that's saw wild. her and was like, dang, that kind of looks like me too, you know. See, that's crazy because this is what's interesting that, you, that interesting that you say that. Um, and it's too bad it wasn't a grown up, so you could, mm-hmm. I don't know, for me, I might. I might actually not confront them, but I might actually walk up to them and be like, hey, I have to tell you this is really weird, mm-hmm. but you actually look like my wife. Like, I'd probably have to do that. <laughs> to a little and girl? Show, and show her a picture. Well, not to a little girl. Oh, okay, to a okay, 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 okay. To a grown-up. <laughs> I was on. about to say, what? <laughs> no, to a grown-up. But I would, I would do that to a grown-up. And then okay. they'd be like, you know, because it, it'd be like, uh, I think there was like a like an R&B song that you know had like a reference to like saying you look like my wife mm-hmm. and he was like singing to this girl that he like but anyway i would do that but it's interesting you say that because before we took our trip with our family in um in early july 
Um, that's with that's with my wife's niece and her kids and family um, as well. I saw two two women. One was maybe like a late teenager, maybe like 18, 19, 17, 18, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, 17, 18. And then one was, you know, maybe like early 20s that looked like my wife's niece's daughter. So like little like our little you know our kids little cousin right mm-hmm. um the 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 girl the teenager and the 20 something lady two separate people in two separate places mind you still in this city that look like what that little girl looks like grown up like oh no 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 one 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 i saw her online on the profile of one of my instagram followers that like followed and like sent me a message or something like that because i was looking i was like how do i know this person which i didn't know the person but i was looking at like images of them to try to see who they were and then one of the pictures i get thinks was this lady and her sisters or friend but the but the friend looked like like the daughter but these people live like four hours away mm. um and then uh the other one I, I i like drove by when i was in the lot at target up here and i was like hold on a second that looks just like you know this little girl um and you know i i and i sent the i sent my wife's niece a message immediately i was like hey i just passed this lady who looked just like your daughter blah 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 he's like she and she was like she's like wow that's amazing you know you should have got a picture and and i was i should have got a picture but i was driving so it's illegal to try to take a picture so i didn't um won't self-incriminate myself um but yeah man it was wild seeing that so yeah i i do believe that yeah you could definitely see doppelgangers from different ages you know of of yourselves or people and i know the um i know that doppelganger that i've seen of myself on instagram he's younger than me i I could tell you know by his face he's younger than me um i will say this though man um i will say this the i need to go to my the people i'm following maybe i'll find it at some point but I will say this, man. Um, it'll be super weird, you know, if you if you ran into that person. That doppelganger of myself, the dude lives in, like, New York or something. Um, so I'm like, he's the one who's my alternative self mm-hmm. that would have grown up in New York City since I'm such a fan of New York sports teams. True. I was like, that's me if that's the life that I went to, you know? Um but yeah, man, it, it's it'd be really wild. It'd be really yeah. wild running. I, I know there's a Jared. I know there's a Jared with my same last name as well in my family. Oh, in um, your family? Wow. And he's yeah, he's younger than me. I think he's like 22 or something like that. Uh, and so we're friends on Instagram and Facebook too. I've never met him in person. I think he lives in like St. Louis or something like oh, okay. that, um, if I'm correct. Um, but yeah, his his mom and my dad were, you know, like first cousins. So. But I don't think she, you know, knew, mm-hmm. knew that, you know, knew who I was or whatever. We just crossed paths at some point in time through Instagram family connections or whatever, or or a Facebook family connection. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild. It is very wild. What, what would you do? Yeah. What would you actually do yeah, if you ran into your doppelganger? Let us know, people. Big time, big time. Go if I find that person, I'm going to find that person. 
it's it's gonna be a while because I follow too many people, but <laughs> I'll find him and I'll I'll tag you as soon as I see it. Okay. Uh, now that I'm talking about it, his his profile will probably scroll past my screen at some point. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, man. Hey. Um, you know, other than having an achy back, did you have a good week? Mm-hmm. Did you finish your project yet? Uh, almost. Your, your bike project. Almost. Your scooter project. Almost. No. Uh, got almost. probably uh today if I could get out there and muster up the energy to <laughs> to fight through this pain and and get to yep. work and uh, I got a little bit left and then I'm I'm done. I think I'm done. Yeah. Hope I'm done. All right. For now. Well, hopefully. So. Hopefully so. Hopefully yeah. so. Hopefully you'll be able to get that knocked out. Yeah. That's cool. Um Yeah, man. That's good. Well, my week was all right. Just pushed through the week. <clears throat> Got through work and all that. So that was fine. Uh I will say this though. I noticed during the week mm-hmm. that we do have three voicemails. Oh, nice, nice, so nice, 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 nice. You, you know, go ahead and tell the people how they can leave us a voicemail, and we'll, we'll get cracking on the voicemail. All right, people. 385-3-B-L-A-K-P-C, or 385-325-2572. So you give us a little ring-a-ling, and uh, leave us a little voicemail Tell us what's going on in yes. your neck of the woods. Tell us if you got a doppelganger, if you ran into your doppelganger. Tell us if you believe mm. in, in the multiverse, and you are <laughs> just one of many out there what would your mm-hmm. alternate self be like would they like be a complete a complete asshole would they be uh, a mass i don't want to say the m word <laughs> uh a mass hole somebody from massachusetts no well <laughs> y- yeah that would they would they be somebody that stays in trouble with the law would they be a bum mm. maybe they're a bum. criminal maybe they're a criminal Maybe they do something that's just completely out of the norm. Maybe they're a recluse. Maybe they're a porn star. Who knows? Let us know what your doppelganger, what your alternate universe, your multiverse of madness self would be. Yeah. Maybe they eat sweet and sour cow coochie. Who knows? <laughs> Don't know. I wasn't ready for that. Wasn't ready, <laughs> uh, but maybe they do. Maybe maybe they just came back from a trip to Vietnam and they they had that the cow cooch, yeah. um, <laughs> delectable booze balls. Oh man, that's wild. Mm. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know what's so wild about these three voicemails we got? We got them all on the same day. Oh, cool. Within uh, within. Five minutes of each other. Oh, sweet! It's two different, two different people called, mm-hmm. but one was at five seventeen, five nineteen, five twenty two. Bam, 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 just like Ain't that, and then that's, that's it. So, do you ever read the it. read the the actual Google Translate of those? It's hilarious, yeah. man. It is. It hilarious. is funny, man. We if if I see something funny on the Google Translate, trans, Translate the translator. Yeah, that's exactly how we translate. <laughs> Yes, exactly. All right, cool. Here we go. First up, three, two, one. Gentlemen, it is your favorite uh, Baltimorean, J. Del Negro, checking in about the episode titled Busted and Disgusted and its character being sake, the young lady who listed her items, her, basically her list of demands. 
Um, I'm going to avoid the obvious and just basically call this woman a terrorist. Mm. She is holding, anyone that does this for them, she is holding them to ransom. This is not normal. What she is asking for is not, not normal. She wants her life bill paid. What? We going out. We not splitting utilities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, no. <laughs> she is a domestic terrorist and should be put on the no-fly list. And Secret Service should be watching her Instagram handle or whatever else she got going on because I know it's frightening. You hear me? Frightening. Once again, this is your guy from Baltimore, Mr. J. Del Negro, signing out. Black it out. Somebody should have blacked her out. Somebody should have. <laughs> wow, yeah. J. Del Negro talking about... Thank you, J. Del Negro from the Don't Judge Me podcast. Y'all call their podcast as well. Leave them a voicemail. Yes. Uh, if you ever want. Great um, podcast. And you know what? Since, since I'm in the giving mood today, uh, let's see here. Don't... Okay. Their voicemail is 410-834- one five six two, and it's going to ask you to tell you what you tell them what your name is first, and then you can leave voicemail. So don't judge me, podcast 410-834-1562. And Jay Del Negro was talking in reference to the lady that we talked about last week, who gave these demands for you know any man that dates her, mm -hmm. um, namely, let's see here, what was it? Pay for her, pay for her light bill pay for her gas pay for her nails and hair uh and then pay for all dates <laughs> yeah <laughs> like everything everything yeah Come on, some man. of these women man I, I watched a video last week uh of a woman and this was on the youtube channel i think it's just mm -hmm. just pearly uh what is it called just pearly things i don't remember what it was but she was interviewing a a woman that said, if I don't have a $200,000 princess cut diamond ring for my engagement oh, ring, uh, then I'm not getting married to you. Bruh, no. She wasn't all that good. How much engagement ring? 200000 200000 A house, roughly. That's, that's absolutely insane. Yes. Two, like, deep... Okay. A $2,000 engagement ring is nice in itself. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. It's nice itself and it's expensive in itself. But a $200,000 engagement ring? Mm -hmm. Come on, man. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to... Yeah. I don't... Mm -mm, nah, forget that. She doesn't. She's not worth it. No. She must be trying to date... She must be trying to date only a celebrity or a star athlete. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, cause she, no, cause no regular dude is no, gonna line up. She's for she's gonna be missing out because she's gonna get to the point where she's gonna be over. She already looked like she's in her late twenties, mid thirties, mm -hmm. probably. So she's gonna get to the point where it ain't gonna even happen no more. She she's not yeah. she's not gonna find the one or somebody that's uh, I guess compatible. I wouldn't even say she's compatible now. If she's demanding two hundred thousand dollars because for. You know, Not at all. Because then what she's going to ask for her wedding, you know? Yeah, not at all, man. That's that's so, too much. That's it's too much, you know? Way too much. I mean, a $200,000 ring, 
weddings already called wed, full weddings are already expensive mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say so like imagine she's probably going to want a million dollar wedding oh, all yeah. for one night yeah. all for one night you know yeah. that you will remember forever obviously yeah. but you know and come the, on, the man. crazy thing no. is she she even she even told on herself in the video she she was like you know I just want to show other people that I could have this I want to show all my other girlfriends that I could have this you know so it's not really about the guy and having a relationship with the guy it's more so she's so, just trying to show out yeah pretty much i just want to show off show off See, show out on, with two hundred thousand dollar ring and what's gonna happen when you lose that baby hmm. no sol not at all not at all man we're not doing that ever um ever ever, ever. fellas that's why you got that's why you got to be keen with who you are dating and considering mm-hmm. a real future with, yes, man, that is wild. And women too, women because they got they got dudes out there like that too. So, all right, here we go. Next up, three, two, one. Dang. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. I am not leaving my doggone name. <laughs> but I just listened to your latest episode of y'all talking about salty vaginas. <laughs> Something. I was laughing too hard. I thought I was gonna talk about salty balls or something like that. Cause you know everybody had a salty ball before. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Never hold in up, my life. Hold up, hold up, hold up, Kayla. Hold up, Kayla. Hold up, Kayla. I have not had a salty ball. I've never had one either. Whether chocolate or you know meat. Or vegetable. I've never had a I mean, salty. If you want to consider a whopper a ball, you know, the candy, then maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But never it's never been salty though. I don't really be tasting for the salt. Taste for the sweet balls. And Okay. That was uh, sweet balls. Yeah. Earlier today you were eating the balls of the fruit community. I was eating grapes. some grapes. Yes. If you want to consider <laughs> grapes balls, then so be it. But tomatoes would also be considered balls of the fruit community i believe so but are they salty no anyway they're not salty unless you sprinkle some salt on them mm. sprinkle some crack on them all right um let's let's continue this voicemail i i just had to hear that again the salt in the hole before i think but mm-hmm. then again i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> but anyways what y'all been doing she what have y'all herself. been binge watching i been watched the sandman on netflix why y'all been telling me Gotham is so graphic? I watched the whole five season of Gotham. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And it was quite interesting and good. And now I'm, I'm binge watching Hemlock Grove or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting on my nerves a little bit. But, uh, yeah, why is it that? When you're about to pay your calls, it breaks down. So, yeah. Mm. Other than that, uh, I ain't got nothing to tell you right now. Oh, I'm going to call you back and tell you the answer. Oh, I'm going to call you back in a minute. Because my minutes may go out. Oh, this call, we all right here. All right. She did call back in a couple minutes. Um, but first of all, yes, no salty balls. Mm-mm. But, yeah, Gotham is a good show. I haven't yeah. started watching Sandman. Um, Hemlock Grove. I, I don't. That's a that's I a that's a wild one. You know. 
Yeah, but I, you you sent me a message about a show you started watching, uh, and I already have it in my queue. I had it in my queue for some time now, waiting for it to drop. You go ahead and tell us. What show it. did I say? I don't even remember. Without, without spoilers, Mo. Oh, Mo. Okay, okay, Mo. So Mo has to do with a. Uh, he's a Palestinian immigrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this guy real is based on his real life because he's actually, you know, a comedian. But anyway, the show based is based on him and his family. Mm-hmm. Their, uh, I guess, asylum. I'm trying to see how how you word this, but they don't have green cards. They don't have work. I guess work visas. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to seek asylum in America, uh, where they've been for the past. I don't remember twenty years maybe. Um, and they're in, they're about to end up getting sent back to, it's a possibility they could be extradited back to, you know, overseas, out of the U.S. Mm -hmm. So this guy, Mo, he's getting a whole bunch of random jobs. He's trying to figure out a way that he could, yeah, deport, there you go. He's trying to figure out a way where he could, uh, be able to get some money to where he'll be able to... Uh, I guess stay here in America and mm-hmm. and try to fight this thing in the legal system um, without giving too much. So it is based in Houston. Lots of H Town mm-hmm. uh, personalities that we will yeah. will see. I was very surprised yeah. to see that you didn't start watching it yet, right? I haven't started Dang. watching it yet, but I, don't I did want... see the I did see the first uh, preview okay. and saw that they had a lot of. I saw several rappers on it. Okay. Thus far. Okay. Um, I, I didn't want. I've only seen like maybe three of the rappers. That it was great to see so some of these rappers in some roles you'd probably never see them in. Uh, I, I could give a uh, the guy Toby Nwigwe, who's been yeah, dropping like yeah. a, a song and a video pretty much every yeah. Sunday, every other Sunday. He plays a. Yep. He's like a co-star, so he's like the star's best friend. That uh, so he goes that's on cool. some. So that's great. He's getting some acting opportunities, um, but it's a very entertaining show. I think it's eight minutes, eight season. Sorry, eight episodes long, and about mm-hmm. roughly 25, 30 minutes uh, each episode. So it's a easy to oh, wow, that's good. To it's get an easy watch. Yeah, it's an easy watch to get through. It's not too much. Uh, very, very easy to 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 stay glued in and to figure out what's going on. But um, I thought it was entertaining. Check that out. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good show. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out for sure. Yeah, it's interesting that it's set in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city's name is Mo. One of the suburbs of Houston that used to be just like a part of town, uh, or no, it used to be its own city, and then I think Houston is annexed it at this point. It's called Mo City, Missouri City. Mm-hmm. They actually shortened it to Mo. So I don't know if that's gonna be a part of it. I, I'll watch it yeah. and find I out. I mean, the character's but name it's funny is Mo. That that's part of it. Mo from Muhammad. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I I figured that part, but. Yeah, I was yeah. I was thinking that it would be part of that because a lot of several Houston rappers either reference Missouri City yeah. Oh, yeah, or yeah, live yeah. there. So so I'll, I'll check out where it is. But Mo, I saw a lot of the Houston landmarks. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. I can't wait to watch that. Well, one that one that you um, you recommended to me while I was like sort of recovering from COVID still mm-hmm. was Queen of the South. Oh, and yeah. I started watching that, man. That That's a good show. And it's, it's also amazing. set in Texas and in uh, in Mexico. It's set in yeah. like Dallas and also, you know, different parts and, of Mexico. Yeah, and it'll go, it'll eventually go to New Orleans one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 
and they'll be there. So yeah, it's it's yeah. a very it's a very good good show. It keeps you entertained. <clears throat> not a not yeah, a dull moment. So yeah, yeah, it's good. It's it's just about uh, you know basically like a drug drug cartel, um, the origin of a couple of drug yeah. cartels. So yeah, it's it's and and story. So it's interesting. Like a rags to riches type of story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, riches yeah. in the it's wrong good. Way. Yeah. yeah, but that's all I'm watching. Um, and then yeah, Kayla. Hopefully you can get your car fixed. It sucks to have that stuff break oh, as soon yeah. as you, as soon as you about to pay for it. The problem is, man, they they set up those pay schedules based on how long they know the car is supposed to last before it starts to really break right. down. So you can do the shorter pay schedule, but pay more money, right? Uh, you know, like the two years, three years, four years. But the five year plus pay schedules. Mm-hmm. They know around those times you're going to start to have issues with certain parts of your car that are going to probably cost just as much as a payment or more. Right. right. So, um, you know, that's when it that's when it truly hurts. So. Yeah, and I I know all about that because my wife's car that used to be my car I gave it to her mm-hmm. last month. Something was leaking like a uh, one of the seals was busted towards the oil pump and it was leaking oil everywhere. Had to get that replaced. I would have did it myself, but I need a lift to get to that particular spot underneath. Yep. So couldn't do that. I had to send it yep. to the shop. Came out a great bit of money on that. Yeah. Then bam, a week later, something else happened. So that problem that got fixed. Caused another of, problem. It didn't cause, but I guess the problem that that was had something else going on. In another part, yeah, further back in the engine to where once that was fixed, then bam, the other problem just kind of surprised. So then had to go up another, another crazy amount of money. And for that, we probably, I won't say we probably could have bought a new car, but yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still a lot of money. Yeah, it's wild, man, because, you know, obviously they've been making cars for, you know, a couple like more than a decade now, yeah. uh, uh, where you can only get to certain parts in a certain type of way. Either you have to have a lift, or you know, you have to you have to take you know all these different like braces and pieces out to be able to get to one thing. Mm-hmm. They used to be simple. It used to be easy. I mean, shoot, you and I both learned at some point in time how to change our own oil. You know how to do all this mm. other stuff, yeah. and now it's much more difficult. Like to like okay, so there's a so my truck, a few weeks ago, I needed to get a new battery, right? Mm-hmm. A new car battery for it. So I was looking at prices for everything at some place. I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to go here, pick up a battery, and then I'll install it myself. But before I walked in the door to go to go pick up the battery, I looked at the battery compartment on mine because I've jump-started my truck before, but I never thought about, like, what if I need to replace it? Mm-hmm. So I looked at it, man, There was like, there's like a bar, like sort of crossing, like, yeah. A third of it. Oh, There's yeah. like all these clamps and other things and other wires coming from other places that are all connected to the main terminals of the battery. And I was like, there, there is no way because I would break the, I would, I would break my whole truck. Something would not function properly yeah. if I tried to do this myself, unless I went to YouTube University or something like that, yeah. and I'd be fine. But I was like, I'm not about that life. I'm too tired for this. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna just take it to the dealership. And thankfully, the dealership wasn't that crazy. It was like 150 oh, wow. uh, uh, or 200, I think. I think because they did that and, and some other stuff. But I was like, I'd rather get it get that done there rather than having to do it 
myself and screw it up. But I've had other cars in the past where the battery's been dead and I've changed it myself because it was like, all right, you know, unscrew the thing, pop it out, pop it in, screw it back, you're done. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's, there's so much stuff, you know. Even the even like the air, like the air filter. You have it there. You have an air filter that goes to your engine, mm-hmm. yeah. and an air filter for like the, the air cab- inside the car. Air filter. Yeah. Yeah. And the engine one is fairly easy to replace. The yeah. car, the car one for mine, I got to take out the whole glove compartment yeah. to get to it. Yeah. It's fun. You know? It's pretty fun. Fun Bruh. stuff. When it used to be just like a little tab under the dash, you can flip open and slide it in, out and in. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, car stuff. Kayla, if you need somebody to fix your car, um, I'd tell you to call Jay, uh, but he doesn't look close enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, nah, that's, that's tough. That's tough. All right, here we go. Next up, last one. Yo, have you ever worked with a pregnant lady before? What? With a pregnant lady? Yo. Hold on, hold on. I'm starting to Yo, have you ever worked with a pregnant worked. lady okay. before? Y'all, my pregnant co-worker, she is her first child, well, I'm a husband, you know, a little boy. And, you know, we joke and cheer and stuff, and this particular day she had walked to the cafeteria at our job and came back huffing and puffing because she was, you know, tired. And she had a nice plate of waffles and turkey sausage and cheese half mine, you know, she was excited. So I had walked back past her back and she was like, uh-huh, look what I got. And I was like, girl, shut up before I knock your plate out your hand. And she laughed, and as I was walking to my cubicle, she makes a turn and knocks her food on the floor. <laughs> I run back, and she said, and she started She said that in a whisper. <laughs> Peace out. Um, well, well, I wonder if that's the, the one that Kayla said that she pushed out the stairs. <laughs> oh, I hope not. But still, that's that's wild, man. She got accused of doing that knowing good well, you know, that she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Be careful what you say. Careful what you say. You ever had a coworker accuse you of some wild stuff before? Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, so back, uh, two, one, two, maybe two jobs ago, mm-hmm. there was a coworker that accused me of breaking the <laughs> breaking the toilet seat. <laughs> wow, 
it's it's the, it's the silliest thing. And he was like, we know you always in here going to take a take a dump halfway through work. The crazy thing was, I didn't even go take a dump. I just went to pee. I just went to pee. Mm-hmm. And, wow. And I got out there, and then I went back, and of course, this person, he was like a manager. His office was like not really right across from the restroom, but you know, like maybe I don't know, ten feet down, five to ten feet down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, right after I go out sit at my my desk he comes back like to me like maybe two or three minutes later and accused me of breaking a toilet seat i'm just like i'm just like kind of flabbergasted like what i I didn't break a damn toilet seat you know i don't know who it was could have been could have been you you probably broke the toilet seat you know so yeah that was like the only thing i really got accused of Mm. that's crazy yeah yeah i got that's crazy yeah it is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm i trying to think. First of all, that's wild. You know. Second of all, I'm, I'm trying to think if there was anything that I'd been accused of. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't I can't think of anything right off top, but I'll probably think of something, you know, right after right after this show. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, you know, I don't know. Thank you, Kayla, for the calls. Uh, I definitely appreciate that. Thank you, Jadel Negro, for the call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, you know that's all appreciated. Now, going from being accused of something random at work, let's just say, you know, see this New Jersey, uh, you know, art teacher who was also accused of maybe being, you know, having too much of a curvy body um, in her school. So you sent me this story. Yes, indeed. I did. So, people, let's talk about it. Social media reacts to parents demanding New Jersey preschool art teacher be fired because of her curvaceous body that could distract the students learning. Let's just let that title, let that headline sink in. Let the headline (sighs) sink in and then let the photos sink in. All right. So, let me see if I can shrink this. If they're watching, if they're watching the. Yeah. If you're watching this feed, go to our YouTube page, uh, look up this episode 228, and then find this video. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> New Jersey yeah. art teacher is under fire f- from parents at her preschool who believe her voluptuous curves and figure-hugging dresses are a clear distraction to the children's learning. The woman, who is simply known as the art teacher, under her toy box doll social media handle so everybody could go check out toy box dolls just to see what these preschool kids are looking at every day <laughs> so she has yeah. amassed a huge following online which with over 728 uh, 782 thousand followers on instagram alone now this was a couple of days ago i just mm. checked i just checked today and she has like over 900 thousand so yeah yeah All right, people yeah, are so following got out there yeah, but in the comments section of her post, some people are some people appear to agree that they too would find it hard to concentrate if she was their teacher. LOL. Why didn't my art teacher look like this when I was in school? I would have never missed a class. One user wrote, while another continued, "Not gonna lie, but I kind of see why parents are mad. I don't know how I'd feel about my five-year-old learning from a teacher with the Kim K figure." 
So, uh, I mean, mm. it's a long, long article about this, but, you know, you got some people complaining about this woman's uh, appearance, bodily, physical appearance, that is teaching these preschool children. So, I'm not sure about you, but in preschool, I don't know if I was looking at bodies like I am, like I was when I was, like, in high school. Were you not not in preschool? <laughs> I mean, not in preschool. Like, not at all. I, I don't. I don't remember that at all at that age. I think in like probably like later elementary school, like fourth or fifth grade, maybe I was mm-hmm. like, I had, I had a I had like you know one teacher. I was like, oh, she's pretty, you know. Yeah. But I'm not. I wasn't yeah. like looking her up and down, trying to check her, mm-hmm. check her like you know body or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then. Middle school, you know, as the hormones started kicking, I think that happened a little more with, you know, with me and my classmates. But then also, you know, there's like one or two teachers, like just the same thing. And then high school, obviously, you know, a little bit more and so on. But yeah, man, I, I don't I mean, looking at this this image, you know, this is definitely clickbait because this is the image that you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see this one image with this little girl with the with the heart, you know, emoji over her face looking that direction. It's highly likely a that this little girl is not looking at that. Yeah, they know, they probably just put it over. They her just head did just that. to 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 conceal the youth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I was not looking at that. Um, you know, and and of course it's against the law in New Jersey. Uh, you know, due to the labor laws, uh, for a school to fire a teacher based on their physical appearance. Um, you know, that goes into a lot of different categories. You know, when you come to physical appearance, you know, people who are handicapped. You know, mm-hmm. people who have, you know, all, you know, all kinds of issues or, or not issues. So, yeah, man. Um, you know, yeah, it's it's wild because, you know, not only is she, you know, have all those Instagram followers on on TikTok, you know, she's 32,000 plus, um, you know, and it seems like a lot of people are supporting uh, even um, who is this? There's a there's a. There's a fat Joe even uh, is in there talking about the New Jersey teacher who had all this all this flack. So, you know, I'm she sure got a lot of she got a lot of support. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it's just wild, man. This is this is a lot of you know moms, uh, you know soccer moms who just go you know to to drop their kids off at of school all the time who happen to see this teacher, mm-hmm. you know who maybe maybe have some have some. I guess some some issues with their own appearance, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, or maybe they they you know are jealous, you know, of their yeah. own. Yeah. Uh, but then also maybe they're they're afraid that their baby daddies, uh, or their spouses or whatever. Um, yeah. That's it. Will uh, you know will, will be looking and you know follow this lady and be like yeah. googling this lady. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's what man. what one user said in the comments. They said, "Let's be real. These moms." Are really worried about the the days that the dads might have to drop off or pick up the kids. Their demand mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the kids. So that's Not probably that. That's that's what it was. There's some women out there that yeah. are uh, just a little too uh, you know a little bitter about what they don't. So have. this is yeah. So I'm trying to think like I always try to figure out when somebody says I'm being toxic or that's toxic like what that means. This is what I, okay, so I think this is what the toxic, you know, one of the instances toxic is being referring to. These parents are being toxic 
because they're trying to get this teacher fired, mm-hmm. you know, for the way she looks and because their jealousy and what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it when you have a problem with something about yourself? Insecurity. Self-esteem. Yeah, insecurity yeah. and self-esteem yeah. issue. So, yeah. Yeah, what do y'all think in the comments? Uh, we definitely want to know. Um, mm. Would you be, uh, would you not want your kid, you know, getting taught by this teacher? As long as she's qualified, she has a job, I don't care. You know, as long as she's not like yeah. sitting there putting, you know, putting body parts on my kids, you know, um, then you it's know, fine. That's one, <laughs> one thing I remember back <laughs> in uh, high school. Not that this this what? one teacher, not that this one teacher was like very beautiful, but she had big, uh, you know, she was very top heavy, you know. And sometimes Bosoms. when te- yeah, sometimes when teachers come behind you and they're checking out your work, they'll like lean over. So I I had like a I had like one, you know, one set on my shoulder, and I was like, uh, mm-hmm. you know. What do I do? I do I remember mean, that happening. I remember that happening. Know, it's and like, it feels it is, nice, you know, but uh, I don't yeah. know if I'd want it from this particular person. Yeah. You know. The thing about it is, you know, just like a guy would, you know, think of their chest, you know, and stomach, you know, whatever, and arms is just another regular body part. That's mm-hmm. what, you know, a lot of women think of their own, you know, chest or whatever. You know, they they just like, you know, it's just another body part. Like, so obviously the teacher, you know, probably didn't mean anything by it. But I remember that happening too. Uh, you know, getting leaned over and like, you know, something brushing my arm or mm-hmm. hitting me in the side of the head. And I'm just like, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. But I yeah, we, I remember in, what is it? Is it seventh grade? Seventh grade biology teacher. I can't remember her name. But all the guys thought that she was pretty, right? And every now and then she would wear an outfit. Obviously, probably not like, you know, like trying to egg us on or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she would wear an outfit where all the guys would be like, hey, look at what Mrs. Such and Such is wearing today. I remember several times where they're being, uh, and this is like, this is something that you do when you're in elementary school. You don't even do this in middle school. But I remember several times she had some stuff on the on the overhead projector. Uh, and, and, you know, and then one of my friends was like, oh, miss such and such. I can't, uh, I can't read that. Uh, is it all right if I move up? And she's like, yeah, sure. Just come and sit up here. And so like the kid would go up and sit in the front. Just to to look closer. Yeah. To look at, well, no, you sit in the front, you know, to, to look at the overhead projector. So as soon as he did that, I mean, everybody was like, you know, all the other guys like, oh, I can't see you. I can't see. So next thing you know, you got 10 dudes. Sitting right in front of the overhead projector to try to see, and you can see all the girls were just sitting in their chairs, like I can see just fine, you know. Um, but I remember distinctly that actually, I, it's vivid. I can remember distinctly one of those moments where she was wearing like a burgundy skirt, and you could like you know guys guys saying that they could see up it and i was like wow see the so i mean shoot i was down there i was down there sitting with them bro i was right there i was right there next to him you know i remember that happening man i don't know what happened to her i don't know how long she taught in school there um you know but she was a really nice teacher and that was that was a good class but um yeah man i, I remember that happening and that was around that age you know where our hormones hormones started to turn on but imagine a whole bunch of like you know early teenagers 
you know, sitting on the floor, you know, crisscross applesauce, as they call it now, you know, in front <laughs> right, of the projector, right. like it was like elementary school, you know, like you were like you're in kindergarten. So that's funny. Ah, just to see that teacher. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, man, I would I'd love to hear what y'all think about um, such things. Now, some people think that there is a little, you know, racial racial undertone you know to what what happening with that uh with that um teacher Mm -hmm. so um you know and and you know because she is i believe of latin descent uh you know she looks like she could be black black latino latino you know something like that um you know so maybe there's something to that as well uh and i'm not sure but you know we we already sort of both know you know how it feels to have you know, people talk about us in certain different ways. And so, and really like how racism feels. So I have a friend uh, that I used to do uh, improv with. Um, you know, years ago, I went through a whole like improv uh, uh, training and stuff like that. Was in like an improv troupe with him for a short time. Right. Uh, he's a comedian called Paul Varghese. Uh He's in Dallas. Okay. Uh, really funny dude. He's a, He's a dude from... Um, you know, he's a dude from India. Uh, so let's see here. Can I find, I'm going to see if I can find his, uh, TikTok profile. Cause he had a video on there that I, I wanted to quickly talk about. So I guess while we're, while we're thinking about this, um, what does, what does racism feel like to you? If you, if you just go somewhere and you, you know, you feel it, right? Uh, what is it? What does it sort of feel like to you? Hmm. What does racism feel like, man? That's one of the things I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ponder on. Yeah. Hmm. Something to think about. Something to think about, man. Hmm. I don't know if I have a, anything to equate it. it just feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Hmm. What does it feel like to you? Maybe I could think of something. Well, it is. It definitely feels like, um, you know, it definitely feels like uncomfortable. Yeah. Let's say it like that. It is. It feels like an uncomfortable feeling. Uh, it feels like a feeling that you know, you could tell something is up, right? Uh, it just feels weird in the moment. And this is like when it's like a like a uh, what do you call it like, and sort of like an out in the open racism, you know, that's not uh that's mm-hmm. not hidden, right? Right. Um, you know, both ways. So, uh yeah, so here we go. I shared it right here on the screen. This is my friend Paul. Mm-hmm. He's a funny dude, so you could definitely you should definitely go follow him on TikTok. Paul Varghese comedian. Uh look him up. Uh he, he, he always drops little little portions of his um of his uh uh, stand-ups um you know i think like a couple times a week so it's pretty funny i think he always performs at the improv uh, out in dallas or addison something so here we go so let's let's listen to this uh to him he's uh he's indian so here we go let me explain what racism feels like racism racism is like when you order enchiladas without onions and before they bring them out, they realize the onions are still on the enchilada, so they scrape the onions off the enchilada, but still bring out those same enchiladas. Now, you can smell it, taste it, but you can't prove it's there. That's exactly what racism feels like. It is. Right? 
And I, I know that. I know that, because I'm a racism sommelier. You know those white experts, they can tell you anything? You can yell at a racial slur, sand monkey. I'm like, ooh, that's from the southern region. That's it. It's like bold with a hint of lubies. It's like a September 2001. There you go. So yeah, so um, <laughs> he said racism to him feels like when you order some enchiladas with no onions, they mm -hmm. realize just before they get it there that they have the onions on there and you can still smell and taste the onions. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a great analogy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Wow. That's, that's sort of what it feels like in, in some, in some much, cases, you know. It's like you know it's there. But you don't know. You don't have proof. You know, you don't I have mean, just direct proof. Think hmm. about like think about when you were younger, right? And maybe you would go to the um, what happened there. Maybe you would go to the uh, like you're going to like the like the tennis shoe store, like Foot Locker or Champs or something like that. Yeah. And you'd have those eyeballs on you, you know. Oh, of course. The whole yeah. time you were there. That's what it feels like. Like you can feel it. Like it's there, you know. Or the subtle, the subtle. Oh, can I help you with something? Like I cannot just exist. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, yeah, that's what it feels like, man. Um, I don't know. It it definitely feels like you know when you get when you get your steak, uh, you know, undercooked. You ask them to go back and you know uh, uh, cook it more for you, mm -hmm. um, and they, you know, blast it, like, to pieces. Like, they over, like, way overcook it. Mm -hmm. You know, it just feels like, uh, this is the same steak, but you really sort of mess it up. Or if it, or no, 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 no. Better, better yet, it feels like when you, when you find a hair on your plate uh, and tell them you found a hair, and they're like, oh, we'll go get you a new thing, and they come back with the <laughs> same exact thing, they yeah. just tell that they moved the hair. <laughs> that's that's funny. Analogy. That's funny. Oh... That's I'm pretty sure that's happened to me at least once. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's happened to me. You know, so I don't know, man. It it just feels bad, uh, you know, to be in that scenario. So then you get defensive, or you get you get that like yeah, you know, yeah, you know, definitely put your put your guard up. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild, wild. Yeah, it is. But yeah. What does it feel like? So that yeah, so that's a good question for y'all out there. What does racism feel like to you? Let us know in the chats uh, or in the in the Definitely. in the comments. So one more thing, one more TikTok profile um, that uh, you sent me something. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so let's see here. All right, I'm gonna leave this on mute for now, and let's see if I could load it in. I'm gonna add. Stop screen share. We're going to add this guy. So, um, yeah, so this is another TikTok that I share with you. Wow. Hold on. Stop. Stop. Chill. 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 What the hell? <laughs> you probably got okay. it. I mean, dang, it's an autoplay, but I wasn't ready for it yet. <laughs> so, yeah, well, here we go. Uh, we're going to talk about it. So, yeah, so, so we, so, you know, how does racism feel to you? So, how do you feel about, you know, Gen X versus, 
I don't know, Gen Y, Gen Z, Millennial. Like, what, Millennial is like a couple years after us. You know, yeah. that's when the age range starts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, how do you feel about them versus us? We, we are, I think we are the toughest bunch out of all, out of, all of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we're like, we like got that baby boomer sensibility because we were raised by them. And then we're just mm-hmm. old enough to know and be able to progress into this new age without having any issues, you know. I, yep. Yeah. So I think this new generation, man, they're spoiled, soft, uh, soft. <laughs> they moist, moist like mm. wet tissue paper. So wet behind the ears, boy, man. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much how I feel. I like it, man. Yeah. I. I feel I feel the same way in a lot of cases just because, you know, you could tell that obviously you can tell the generational divide by how people react mm-hmm. to things. You know, now the these people now they react instantly without thinking about what they were saying more, you know, than ours did. Uh or without thinking about the situation and you know, everything is canceled immediately instead of saying, Okay, let's let's think about this for a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of hip- hypocriticalness, or what, I don't know how, how to say it, but a lot of hypocrites in this version, this generation version, oh, yeah. uh, compared to ours. Even though there's a lot in all, but you know, it just seems like you know, you say one thing, but you do something else, or vice versa, you know, um, in this generation. So let's listen to this. So I, I sent you this video some time ago. I'm glad you found it again from Hunter Marv at Hunter Marv on TikTok. Uh, so let, let's listen to it real quick. Now that you've already heard <laughs> preview, <laughs> let's listen to the whole thing. Here we go. Three, two, one. Fuck Gen X, by the way. You motherfuckers really trying to look, get under the radar, ain't they? They. Ha- I would like to cordially invite you to eat a bowl of dicks, my good sir. You damn right, I'm a hold up for my tribe, Gen X, all damn day. You some bitches couldn't have went through none of the shit we went through. You couldn't have grew up as a latchkey kid. You couldn't have had the house key with a string mm. around your damn neck when you was six and seven, walking back and forth to school, navigating mm-hmm. life, and being trusted to do so wisely. You could have did that shit. First of all, your young stupid ass would have lost the fucking key. Now you're wandering the damn earth, then fell into a ravine or a mining shaft, and a pack of hobos came across you, and they didn't adopt you as they own, and they didn't raise you. And 20 years later, they would have, police would have ran up on your grilling muskrat behind a dumpster at the dentist. They took you to jail for lottering, <laughs> and then they would have cleaned you up, shaved up, and been looking at you. Ain't that sharing them, boy, that went missing? on them years ago yes that's sharing them boy that, that, that's little Melvin. that's his dumb ass look at him looking stupid <laughs> you can't be trusted because your ass slow car seat what the fuck is a car seat from the time your ass was born to the time your ass was walking your ass was held in somebody's arms while they was driving lord heavy it was the winter time because all the windows mm-hmm. up and everybody in the car smoking it looked like a haunted house mist and ain't nobody developed no mesothemioma like y'all this some bitch do and got down nine and ten years old. Bike helmets? What the hell is a bike helmet? See, the middle part of y'all head don't never get firm. The middle part of y'all head, I'm convinced, it stays the consistency of ripe peaches right up here. And a weed ain't no damn bike helmet and no knee pads. You ever hit a telephone pole going full speed on your BMX bike? My head went one way and my body went the other. You know what my mama did? Somebody brought my head back to her. She screwed it back on my damn damn neck and told me to go sit my ass down somewhere. Peanut allergy? What the hell is that? <laughs> we used to eat dirt. Literal dirt. Get sick in school. Huh? Where you gonna go? Because you ain't gonna sit right there at that damn desk. Till your mama answers the damn phone down at the plant. I ain't but one phone down there. And until she answers it, you ain't gonna sit right there and let your ass pass away in class. And they would throw a sheet on your damn head until mm-hmm. your mama answers that phone and call back. 
Some of y'all can't wipe your ass without a flow chart. And the first thing you say, well, the reason we <laughs> like this, cause the Gen X didn't teach us nothing. Motherfucker, you're 33 and still don't know how to change the flat on a car. You done had 13 strong years, <laughs> sir, to figure it out. And you got YouTube as a <laughs> reference. You can't cook shit. Well, my mama ain't showing, but motherfucker, you been wow. hungry. You got kids. How the hell you? How the hell y'all eating pizza and bologna sandwiches every other goddamn day? And you a damn adult. That's why you got hot boy summer with the little booty shorts for the men right now. Because your legs are <laughs> like that of a model. You, you got nair on your damn legs because your ass ain't never climbed no damn trees and fell out and scarred your shit up. You never got tangled up in barbed wire. Gen X, we got wounds, battle scars from my childhood. So put some respect on our name. Facts. Man. All facts. All facts. <laughs> wow. I mean, the, I, there, there, he, has too many, he has too many points to cover. Uh, in a short amount of time, but I'm gonna tell you what, man. The first one, they couldn't have survived as latchkey kids. I'll tell you what, man. the The amount of kids that I see walking to and home from school when I'm going to pick up my kids, it seems to me it's a lot less than when we were kids. I mean, mm. obviously, I know it's different time, you know, different location. You know, the school is a little bit further, you know, compared to my school that I grew up in, but. Mm-hmm. It definitely you could definitely see that there was uh that that there's a lot more people in the pickup line, you know, compared to when I was a kid. But maybe I didn't notice it. I don't know. But yeah, last key having to walk to and from school. I mean, I remember one time there was one kid who ran up on me in the restroom one time when I when I was in school and he was like, Jared, man, I hate you, man. After school, I'm a, I'm gonna knock you out. So I was like, what do you, I mean, I and like, I thought, A, I thought I was friends with the dude. Second, you know, B, I was like, I don't know how I made you mad. Yeah. But he was like, me and my friends, we're going to come after you. And I was like, bruh, I walk home from school normally by myself. My other friends that live on my street, they're too scared to fight anybody. <laughs> so this, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I just remember, I just remember getting out of school that day. And starting to walk and like this dude, like he started to follow me, but he had to wait for some of his friends. So I started to walk home and I hustled home. Like I, I, at first, you know, I was was looking, I saw him, I started to power walk. And then as soon as like (laughs) I was around the corner where he couldn't see me, I was like, ah, cause I mean, I was like, I am not, I am not about to try to fight, you know, eight dudes, me by myself. Cause it was literally eight dudes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm gonna try to get home as fast as I could. I got home. Got in the house, and then I looked out the window to the direction that they come from because there was only one way to get to my house uh, from the school. And I saw them sort of turn the corner, and then they got lost. They didn't know where to go, so they all just took off. And it turned into a couple of days later, turned into a fight, uh, like, you know, right across the street from school. But then it was weird because the next school year, and from then on after, we were, like, really good friends. Yes, That's how it works. (laughs) I don't know what happened. That's how it works. But, I mean... That, that's another thing. That's another thing. Like, back then, it seemed like you'd be fighting with kids one year or one month. And then the next month for the rest of y'all life, y'all were like, y'all were friends. For, yeah. for I don't know how. Yeah. It just happened. Yep. This day, these kids are like that. They hold no. grudges forever. They do, man. I mean, you know, they ain't never had a kid with an afro pull out a knife and try to slice you up. You know? Bruh! <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but you know he, he said that something. Like, both, we were right yeah, there. Oh, we were man. right there. Dang. You know, I don't know if he still holds mm-hmm. grudge, but anyway, yeah, man. I, I, I thought he was dead. I thought you told me he died. I, I, he's either dead or in prison. One of the two. It didn't turn out too good for him. Anyway, 
Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I, I, there was a few months, uh, I ain't gonna say a few months ago, it was probably like a couple years ago I was in AutoZone. And you know, like mm-hmm. AutoZone, they, they usually, sometimes they'll come out, check your car, see if, you know, what the problem is. One of the workers went out to this one kid's car, and this guy must have been in his 20s. Checked it out, he's like, oh, you need some more oil in your car. Uh, looks like you're low on oil. He's like, where does the oil go? I'm like, I'm just standing there listening to this. And I'm like, what? Where does the oil go? It's like a mm-hmm. big cap right on the top that says oil. Word. <laughs> yeah. It's like you Literally unscrew this oil. cap and you put the oil <laughs> in. You know, so. Man. It's wild. It's new generation. It's wild, man. man. These these kids, they just, they just don't understand, man. They've mm-hmm. been coddled and babied. You know, they, they, there's a lot of people complain about the current athlete, right? And, I mean, we're getting into football season, mm. uh, you know, right now. Shoot, the Giant, the Giants versus Jets game is about to come on right now, which I can see on my NFL Plus. So, you know, we're getting into football season, and you, you hear with, with, you know, all these professional sports, especially the higher-paid athletes, that these athletes have been coddled. They've been baby they've been mm-hmm. told and and literally you know over the past you know couple decades i would say it seems like um more and more of these kids who are growing up playing sports especially when you get to like the specialty like uh you know like like uh the sports where what is it where you like go travel basketball and baseball and all this stuff you know specialty things and they tell these kids oh you're the best ever like every single kid hears that you know, so that's all they think. So they, they have this mindset of, you know, feeling entitled. Like there's some entitlement to what they mm-hmm. expect or what they deserve. Mm-hmm. And obviously these kids, you know, these kids, they've gotten to a certain point in their life and they have worked hard enough to get to this, to this high level. So I'm not saying that they didn't work hard for what they get. Right. Not at all. Right, right. But they have been told, they've been told so much that, you know, they are this or they are that or they are better than this and that that they haven't had as many times to get knocked down a peg like we did Mm -hmm. you know by our parents by our coaches by our aunts and uncles you know who were there to that's what that's what that's what they were there they were like you know the village that raises your kids oh yeah rather than you know just a single um you know just a set so yeah man it's it's wild that that is what we have but it is it's what we live in right now you know, and they get offended, super easy. Super easy. You tell super. them something. You tell them like the the smallest thing, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe! I will call the cops on you." Mm-hmm. What? Super offended. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish you would call the cop. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's see. That's the type of stuff that our parents would tell us. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just not the same, man. It's not the same. It's funny. I don't know. It's just uh, I don't know what happened, but you know, it's, uh, by the time our kid, what are our kids considered? Our kids would be Gen Z. Gen, what, Gen let's X, see. Wait, I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, generation born in 2008. We'll go there. Uh, okay, so. Generation Alpha. Come on, man. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so Gen Z is my son. Okay. 2000, this is 95 to 2009. So okay. that's a 14 year time frame. Wow. 15 years. So Generation Alpha would be our, our your two kids and my daughter. Okay. 2010 to uh, 2024. Okay. So I guess they're a 15 Gen year. Alpha. Wow. As wild because, you know, as wild because it used to be. A, like they would call a generation 30 years now it's 15 years um so let's see here just over a decade uh so okay research in first book abc universe uh, blah 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 so i guess they sort of name these generations you know sort of like they name you know like storm systems um so generation alpha uh let's see here it's not a return to the old, but the start of something new. Um, see, generation definitions are mostly useful when they span a set range. Blah, blah, blah. Generation. Okay, so generation beta will be 25 to 2039. And then, you know, generation gamma and delta, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, so I have a, I, we have, you have two kids. I have one kid that'll be an alpha. Also, uh, I'll have a nephew. That will also be Generation mm-hmm. Alpha or niece. I don't know if it's a boy or girl. I'm sorry. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. Anyway, so yeah, man, that's what our kids are: Gen <sighs> Z and Gen A. <laughs> well, hopefully they turn it around and don't be as a. Uh, oh shoot, we got a comment. It's moist. Oh, what's up, Starting Five Podcast? How you Starting doing there? Five. What's up, Dan, the mayor? What's up, Starting Five Podcast, up there in uh, Staten Island. Hopefully you're doing well on the island. Um, y'all ain't seeing too much crazy stuff going on right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's the Eagles fan, so, I mean, there's, there's that. Uh, <laughs> whatever, man. Hopefully hopefully y'all doing well up there. Um, what do he say? If y'all almost done, come join us. Well, shoot us. Shoot us a link. Oh, they're doing NFC predictions today. Oh man! So yeah, shoot us, shoot us the link to the show. Uh, I might be able to hop on for a couple minutes, yeah. but I'm gonna stretch because my back is like killing me. You can yeah, see I'm uncomfortable right now. His back is jacked. My back is. But super yeah, man. Um, I and and I think on that note, that's about the end of the show. So thank you, Dan. Y'all go check out the Start Five podcast. And Jay, while Dan sends us this this link to the Spart- Starting Five uh, podcast today, tell us how they can find us. All right, people. Hashtag Blackout Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out on your feed, your favorite podcast streaming app, whichever one. Leave us a little comment. Let us know what you what you think about the episode. Think about the podcast. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I do. I am sitting like my like your booty hurt, dude. I got a, I got a pillow under my butt, seeing if I can adjust this back situation you need one of them yeah. donuts yeah butt donuts butt donut yeah yeah and uh hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com where you could email us email me some remedies for a, ble- a, a back back uh issues I don't know what I could do probably need to go see a chiropractor or if uh if you want just give me a call 3853-BLAKPC or 3853-252572 definitely hit up the hooks rub Maybe I should make a little concoction and uh, rub it on my back. It'll probably work. It yeah, could work. Could sprinkle some, sprinkle some hooks rub on. Massage it in or something like that. But yeah. yeah. There you go. 
228. Yes, indeed, 228. And uh, yeah, if you do, uh, if you want to, go and check out the Hooks, Rubs, and Spices page from this past week. Uh, because I did a progressive post, so I don't, I don't even know. I just call it this because it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But basically, I did a, I did a, a recipe post that sort of started with what it looks like in the end, and then every single day of the week, I did like another part, another step, or another couple steps of the recipe. And then Friday, I dropped the full video of what it looked like, and then I posted the recipe on the website, hookshrub.com, mm. uh, and it is a caveman-style steak. So this is a steak that is cooked directly on the fire, directly on the coals, uh, along with some vegetables, uh, and it was amazing, absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend doing it all the time, but every now and then, it's definitely worth a shot. Um, eat it like the caveman did. Anyway. On that note, uh, while Jay sitting there like his booty hurt, I'm, I'm just laughing um, at this picture I ran up on. Uh, I, I'm gonna just see if I can share it right quick, because <laughs> the comments are hilarious. Uh, I, I put it on your. I, I sent it to the chat. I don't know why I sent. It. I could probably just share. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can share. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on, people. Hold on, people. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming before we get up. Bro, don't say that like that. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, don't say that. <laughs> Alright, can you see it? Wait, wait, and yeah. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. That is... Mm-mm. Why? <laughs> this one got me cracking Why up. Why are we here? Why are we here? I don't want to see that. That is him, dude on defense guard him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to be anywhere around that, bro. That is bad. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> oh man, that is hilarious. You say they need to wave him after this. <laughs> ow, 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 man. Hurt my back laughing at this. Look at Paul Pierce. Look at Paul Pierce going out. <laughs> going out and coming back to the game wow yeah so uh <laughs> grown men wipe your booties people oh uh, yeah please wipe your butts wipe, wipe your butts especially if you wearing all white uh, wear white shorts <laughs> wipe yourself hey boy well hey. on that note on that note <laughs> i'm blacking out, blacking out. <laughs> wow Peace.